Hello everyone, this is Aaron from Pixel Labs. Today we are at the Spark to Fire event and I'm very excited to be sitting with Amanda Goodman who is in charge of this event. Amanda, can you give just a quick rundown of what this event looks like? Yeah, so this is, it's a fundraiser for Family and Children's Council. You can tell it's very loud in here. So what we do is we want to keep children safe, but in order to do that, what if, we're, we're talking about the women today. It's a women's empowerment event. We're taking time for us because let's be honest, in the real world, Aaron, I love you, but it's the women. We are the neck of the family. We're the neck of the community. We control the where the head goes. That's yep. We turn the head. Yep. And so when it comes to keeping kids safe, you know, women are often the first ones to step up. But today we have vendors set up, let women shop, sign up for some services. These are mostly women-owned businesses here today, which is fantastic. And then we're going to go in, have some lunch, and kind of have a, uh, an hour of empowerment with you know, I'm going to share my story about working in the boys club and kind of the gloves are off today. Awesome. Awesome. Well, again, thank you so much for allowing us to be here. We're having a ton of fun, but this is really exciting. Uh, this actually is going to serve as an intro. We're inviting attendees to actually sit down with us and share five minutes of their stories, five minutes of what's important to them. Um, and so that's what this will transition into next. But again, Amanda, thank you so much. Um, and just enjoy the rest of these stories. I can't wait. Here. Thanks for being here today. Yeah, you're very welcome. Thank you. Hey, everybody. I'm Tara Thomas-Getman. We are here at the Spark to Fire event with my guest joining me. Tell us your name and your title, a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so my name is Alyssa Nolte. I am Chief of Staff for Lyft Innovate, and I am also one of the correspondents for the podcast and TV show Willing to Win. Willing to Win is a unique movement that we're a part of. I co-host a lot of the content and join you in our endeavor to fix our relationship with work. When you think about the piece that involves women specifically, we talk a lot about women empowerment. This event today really aligns with that mission and vision. Talk about what that means to you when someone says women empowerment. You know, there's something so special about events like this where you can take an opportunity to give voice to the voiceless and make sure that people who have felt like they haven't had a chance to really shine or really show off what they're great at have a chance to come together and support other women. You know, I look around this room, and if you're listening to the podcast, you won't see it, but hopefully you'll go to social media, you'll see some of these pictures. But as I look around this room, I see women who have these businesses that they have started. You know, I see headbands and t-shirts, I see spas and business consulting. I see things that women are passionate about, and they're coming out here, coming together to support each other as women. And that's one of the coolest things about events like this, is we get a chance to come together and see what matters to us and see what's important to us and give each other a voice and support each other in what we're trying to do. That's so true, that's a great point. I think you being a younger generation than myself have been afforded the opportunity to find your voice maybe earlier in life than a lot of my peers did, the female side of that equation. What is it about younger women in particular that you guys, and I say guys because obviously that's what we collectively call women too, even though older folks take offense to that, but what is it about young people like yourself, particularly women, where you're not sort of silenced and you're confident and you're willing to be assertive? And what was it that sort of inspired you to be that way so early on in your career because you've risen to the ranks of executive leadership in your company? For me, I won't say that we're there yet. I think a lot of our generation is still afraid to take that leap and to really jump into it. For me, it was looking at you know, my mom and my grandmother. My grandmother started a business. She had no background, no college education, and my grandfather pushed her to go get her real estate license. And she did not want to, kicking and screaming. You know, She wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. That was gonna be her career. 
and it was important to him that she had a system in place to support herself and to be a you know a functioning member, a contributing member of society. So she got her real estate license, she started her own brokerage, and she built one of the largest uh, real estate brokerages in southern Iowa. Well, fast forward to a couple years later, when I'm in first grade, my grandfather passes away. She's fairly young, and now she no longer has a husband to support her. If he hadn't pushed her to become her own um, self-supporting woman, she would have been in a difficult situation where she wouldn't have had someone to support her. And so I grew up looking at other women who had to take a step to support themselves. And then a second situation happened where uh, when my dad was in his mid-40s, very, um, very important business professional. He worked for HP. He was a high-level executive for HP. Had a stroke at age 45. Wow. And lived through that stroke, but is paralyzed on his left side and cannot work the same way that he used to. Again, my mom, because she was a career woman, was able to support our family through that time when he was on disability, when he wasn't able to work, when he lost his job. So I saw two situations in my life in a very short time, at age six and then again at age, I think, 22, right, as I, I was leaving college, where the two most important women in my life had to be self-sustaining women. They couldn't rely on anyone else other than themselves. So that was what was important to me, and that was what drove me, is I knew no matter what, no matter how great my husband is, I had to make sure that I was prepared to take care of myself if I needed to take care of myself. That's great. And sadly, you know, out of almost two tragedies came a silver lining in that you were empowered to not just be sort of self-sufficient, but to really take charge of your own career path as a working mom like myself. I love that we have the ability to balance work and life better because we're given the ability now as working moms, I think, to be able to speak up and say it's not something that we can do exclusively, right? It's a collective blend. Our work and our life are interwoven. And so I think my final question would be, what is your message to women who are afraid that if they don't focus solely on their career, they're going to miss out on that personal fulfillment? I think you have to find that collective group of people who can be your, for lack of a you know cliche word, your tribe. Right, so I found amazing people to work with who would give me grace on days when my kids are sick and I had to drop everything and run, who would be able to pick up the ball and help me when I needed to you know, go home and take care of something, who would forgive me for yawning in the middle of a meeting when my baby did not sleep throughout the night, and making sure that you know I really had all of that grace and forgiveness on times when I couldn't be 100% Alyssa the employee, and I had to be 100% Alyssa the mom. So I think it's really about finding those people who are willing to give you that grace and who are willing to support you and push you and make sure that you have everything you need to be successful in all areas of your life. So true. Thank you for sharing that. And thanks to Alyssa Nolte, not just the guest for this portion of our podcast, but my work BFF. I really enjoy working with you. So thanks for sitting down with me today here at Spark to Fire. Yes, Tara, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. This is amazing. And this event is so great. If you're not here, come next year. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Noah Lucy, and I'm sitting down with Valerie here today. And we're going to be talking a little bit about Spark to Fire, this event. So, Valerie, pleasure meeting you. Nice to meet you, too. Awesome. So, let's talk a little bit about Spark to Fire. What brought you here today? I saw it on Facebook. Amanda Goodman had it posted to her Facebook page. And Fantastic. I was intrigued. Awesome. We love Amanda Goodman. She's a good friend of ours. That's a yes. podcast. <laughs> yes. Um, 
So I guess, what, so you said you were intrigued to be, be here, obviously, because Amanda has intriguing stuff. Um, I noticed you took a business card earlier. Do you have something kind of going on in the works and the behind the scenes? I do. I do. Ooh. Thank you for asking, Noah. Go for it. Yeah. My sister, Lisa, and okay. I, uh, our sisters, of course, um, and we are, she sits at the top of the family and I sit at the bottom of the family of seven children. And we have, over the years, both collected knowledge um, in basically in navigating life. We just kind of have taken notes over our life. We both have had schooling uh, in human, like, what would you call it, resources mm -hmm. and neuroscience. And we're trying to take Whoa. our message to the world. Neuroscience? Yes. You have education in neuroscience. Yes, yes. What? I, like, I'm so sorry to cut you off, but I have to ask, oh, what sure, sure. is that about? What's neuroscience well, about? Well, it's basically with what, the way the brain functions okay. and how it affects our behaviors. Okay. And we find that fascinating, but there's a lot you can learn from that in working through your professional life and your personal life. And awareness of what's going on in your brain can help you to have better relationships in both those arenas. And we want to take our message to the world, and our mission statement includes being resilient, being self-composed, being insightful, and being aware. So we're taking that message out to the world and engaging in speaking um, events to teach people more about those things, especially after COVID. Resilience is a big thing. Mm -hmm. So, like, I have no idea what other business out there uses neuroscience in their stuff or as their background. That is crazy cool so you mentioned that neuroscience can help with building relationships and things like that um i'm just still blown away by that that's crazy awesome awesome uh, that's what we want lots of people right? to feel like <laughs> yeah i must say i'm like i had questions and you brought up neuroscience and i'm like hold on yeah what yeah like we got to mention neuroscience we got to talk more about neuroscience yeah, yeah. Um, so I guess from a business standpoint, since you kind of are starting your own business or have your own business, um, with neuroscience in mind, like what are some things that you've noticed other businesses that maybe don't think about that, like where your like your business stands out a bit more with that? I believe that a lot of other businesses might just kind of scratch the surface of why we behave the way we do. Mm -hmm. We take it a step further. And we help people to examine how life experiences, uh, programming from other people and envi their environments can impact how their subconscious works. Because we actually kind of have two things going on in our brains. We have our conscious mind, and then we have our subconscious mind. And our subconscious mind keeps score of everything. And it doesn't want us to have discomfort. So when we're just going about doing our our daily lives all of a sudden something might pop up and we want to feel we feel afraid or we feel like we want you know we want to fight back fight or and flight. It's, yeah fight or flight you got it or go. freeze or freeze go. i learned something from the public yes system. yes that's awesome <laughs> that's oh awesome so those mechanisms are there they're in place and they go back to the caveman days but they might not work so much for us now. They do have serve a role though. They keep us safe. I mean, they do keep us safe from really, I mean, from dangers that are real. But our brain, our subconscious brain also perceives any evidence that there might be something dangerous and it's irrational. And we start to feel those feelings, like you said, fight, flight, or freeze. And those can actually lead us to some rough places. We might lash out when we don't need to. We might feel afraid when there's really there's no evidence of real fear ahead of us and so the subconscious is made 
to keep us safe, but sometimes it goes a little too far. And that's where your conscious mind, your thinking mind, you can actually take that thinking mind and you can program that or put the messages into your subconscious mind. So your thinking mind, you are your conscious, you can say, hey, no, we're not going to be worried about this. We don't have to be afraid. That happened 20 years ago. It's not going to happen again. And so you can program your mind and you can actually use that to look for the things you want to look for. If you are looking for, uh, let's say, just something that you perceive as success. If you start paying, paying attention to what makes you successful, uh, looking for people that can be resources, such as people who help you with, put on podcasts. There you go. <laughs> if you're looking for resources, your brain's going to find that right away. Your subconscious mind is going to look for that right away. It's going to look for those paths that you keep telling it to look for. Awesome. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes total sense. So one last time before we go, you want to give a brief overview of what uh, like your company or business's yes. name was yes. real fast? Yes, it's Bookends Mindset Speakers, and it's Lisa White, and I am Valerie Whiteberger, and in fact, we're having a speaking event in Dubuque, Iowa on September 11th um, at 9 a.m. That's where I'm from. You are? I'm from Dubuque, Iowa. Are you? I love Dubuque. Oh, fantastic. I grew up across the river in Wisconsin in Potosi. There you go. There you go. All right. See, we're we're hitting it off. Exactly. Exactly. Well, thank you, Valerie. I want to thank you for being here. This is fantastic. I love hearing about neuroscience and how that incorporates into businesses and how that incorporates just in the daily life. Yes. It's one thing you don't yes. think about a whole lot. So I want to thank you for this opportunity thank and you. I hope you have a fantastic conference. Thank you so much. Hey, it's Amanda Goodman. We just wrapped up Spark to Fire and I am here with the 2021 Spark to Fire Woman of Inspiration Award, Michelle Stricker, the mind and heart and everything behind smack and you're giving me like daggers like yes yes we knew it's well deserved i mean come on it's it's you have been empowering and inspiring women now for a a good long time so you deserve this thank you i'm still like in shock my hands are still like shaking well i think it's important that you shared your story because you talked about how you know this all started when you were at some low times in your life right Mm -hmm. and so then you were kind of like you're like, all right, I'm, I'm up now and I'm going to inspire people. I'm going to empower people. I'm going to let people know that they're not alone and I'm going to, you know, motivate people. And that yes. that's changed things mm-hmm. for people here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I feel like even when I went through it, I was so hush hush and quiet because I wanted to be that strong woman that dug myself out of it, you know? Yeah. And now that I'm, I mean, obviously I still deal with anxiety, but now that I'm like out of how bad I was, I want other people and women to know that you know like it's okay if you can't dig yourself out of that like and you need help and you know and I think so much power comes from like sharing your stories and your mess like you said today right and that's what people need to understand it's in the messy part that where we really start to inspire people and I think that's and I have to commend you I mean I think one of the scariest things women do like when we go and get a mammogram right Mm-hmm. So the other day I was in getting one and as soon as I opened the locker to get my gown, there's a smack card Aww. and it's just like, and I'm like, you know, I get chills thinking about it. I'm like, oh my God, okay. Everything's going to be fine. And it's like, it's just simple words that it just, it literally changes the mood, changes the whole momentum. It's crazy. Like that card is still framed on my nightstand because it changed my life, Yeah. you know? And now to hear the stories about how they are changing lives or like making an impact on somebody's day, it's just crazy. It is crazy. Well, yeah, you so are the fun. woman of inspiration, both. I mean, I hope you look at that award and you know that there are people, like you are changing lives for the better and... It's my, you're the first person I ever met in Iowa. Like, that's what's hilarious. Like, that's what I love telling that story. Like, Michelle and I, the first person I ever met in Iowa when I moved here. But 
I'm so proud of you. I'm thankful to call you a friend. Oh, and so you awesome. really are. I wish more people were like you, authentic and genuine. Oh, I you appreciate too. you. You too. You too. The headphones, aren't the headphones great? They are. I can podcast. I cannot speak in front of you guys videoing me. I know, I was like this though, wasn't I? Please are focused. I'll be right back. I'm proud of you. I love how you were looking around like that.